0: Goodbyes are never easy. And for the apostles, it had been a really reality-shifting, eternity-shaking 40 days following the resurrection of Christ. They had gone from thinking that their entire mission was a failure, that they had followed the wrong guy that all of their hope was lost and that they were probably going to be killed for even being a part of what Jesus was doing. To experiencing something as overwhelming and mind-blowing as the resurrection. And now Jesus was walking around with them again and they were spending time with Him again and they thought they had lost Him. They thought they were never going to see Him again. But now not only did they have their friend back, the, the person that they loved, their teacher... But they knew. They knew everything that he said was true. And that everything that they had questioned, everything that they were concerned about, all of those things were put to rest. And it was time to get to work. But then, once again, it was time for things to change. In Acts chapter 1, verses 6 through 11, it says So when they had come together, They asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It's not for you to know the times or the seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. What's amazing about this passage of Scripture is for the followers of Jesus. After all that they've seen, after all that they've been through, after all that they've experienced, especially over the last couple months, they still have the same question. The same question that they would ask him while they were walking around performing miracles and hearing him teach and listening to the things that he would say to them. They had the same question. Is it time now? Is it time now for you to restore the kingdom to Israel? Now we see, now we know that you are who you say you are. So so I guess it's time, right? It's really hard. It's really hard to change what you've always thought. It's hard to change what you've been consumed by, even when the reality is right there in front of you. And for the followers of Jesus here, they believed that this restoration of Israel was going to be a physical thing that happened immediately when the Messiah came and so they were ready. They thought, here's, here's the time when we're going to get to reign in Israel with Jesus and he's going to be the king and it's, it's go time. And then they didn't get the answer that they wanted. But they got the answer that they needed. Jesus responds to them, it's not for you to know the day the hour and that's a difficult reality to accept you don't want to ask anybody a question and their answer be well that's really not any of your concern it's kind of none of your business but that's how Jesus answered them you're worrying about the wrong things you're not paying attention to the right things And so often we treat the Bible, we treat our future hope in Christ, like some spiritual puzzle that we're just desperate to figure out. But we find ourselves in a really dangerous spot, much like the apostles, who were so concerned with the end that they almost missed out on the incredibly good mission that Christ was about to give them. Because Jesus says, Don't worry about the day or the hour. Don't worry about the time when all this is coming. You know clearly now that one day this is going to happen. One day everything's going to be made right. One day everything is going to be made new. But until then, you've got work to do. He says, you're going to be my witnesses. You're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and all the way to the ends of the earth. Yes, keep one eye on eternity, but it's going to come when it comes. Until then, I am entrusting you with some really incredible work. And then he went away. While they're standing there looking at him, Jesus ascends into heaven, and then he's gone. And they just keep looking, which is a pretty reasonable thing to do. That's not something that happens every day. And so they just keep staring at the sky and then they hear the voice. And there's some men standing with them and they say, why are you staring at the sky? Why are you standing around? Jesus is going to come back and he'll come in the exact same way that he left. But I'm pretty sure he gave you some work to do. So quit staring at the sky and get to work. I wonder how often we're guilty of just standing around looking. I wonder how often we're just spending so much time trying to figure out when all of this will end that we don't do the work that we're called to do. It's time for us to put down our newspapers. To stop searching through google and trying to figure out when jesus is going to return and get to the work of being the witnesses for christ all over the world we might not get to know the day or the hour but we know how the story ends and we know one day it will And so we have the confidence in Christ that He will return to make all things right and all things new. We know this. We have this firm hope in this. And so we don't need to know when because we know that He's given us work to do to go out into our neighborhoods, into the places that we live, and far beyond those borders and boundaries to the ends of the earth to share the good news of Christ, to share the hope that we have in Jesus and to trust that he goes with us to help us in our work, to see people come to faith in Christ, to see people come to repentance in Jesus, to see people become part of the kingdom of God. We get to carry on this lineage of work that started with Christ, that he gave to the apostles, and that they've passed from generation to generation to generation. And so whether Jesus returns in 10 days or 10,000 years, it's not really that big of a deal because he's coming back and when he does it'll be a really big deal but until then we have good work to be doing and so instead of looking at the sky while we keep our hearts tuned to eternity let's keep our eyes focused on the people around us who need the grace and mercy of God who need to hear the gospel who need to know the truth about who Jesus is what he's done and how that shapes eternity So I want to encourage you to pay attention today. Pay attention to the people around you, to their needs, to their desires, especially if it's a need for the gospel and to be a witness for Jesus today. Talk to somebody about Christ. Talk to somebody about your faith. Share with somebody that beautiful gift that Christ has given to you. Stop looking at the sky. Jesus is coming back one day to make all things right and all things new. But until then, you've got some work to do. And as we take this time to pray, whether it's out loud or silently, pray that God would give you eyes to see what's around you. That you wouldn't be so consumed with trying to figure out the mysteries of when Christ is going to return and some of the hard Deep things about what that looks like that you would miss out on the work that you're called to do right now. Pray that God would give you the strength and the courage to be a witness for the sake of the gospel because it's a hard thing to do. And pray that God would put the people around you, put the people in your life who need you to be a witness, and that through your work, would see people added to the number of people who are ready for christ to return and make all things right and all things new because they are saved by grace through faith in part because of the work that you do as a witness for christ let's pray Genesis 1, verses 27 through 31. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him, male and female he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. Psalm 13 How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep, the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Father God, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. And we thank you for your calling. God, we do thank you that we don't have to work out all the details, that we don't have to know everything, because you do. And we simply need to trust you and trust in your goodness and your timing. May God also thank you that you've invited us to be a part of your work, that we get to be your witnesses throughout the world. God, help us to take that work very seriously. Help us to be very aware of the needs in our world, especially the spiritual needs, especially the needs for salvation. Help us to be good witnesses that reflect your character, not only in our words, but also in our lives, that we declare your salvation and the hope that we have in you, not only through the things that we say, but also through the things that we do. And we ask that as we do your work as witnesses that you would bring people to salvation through that work. So that way when it is time for Christ to come and make all things new we'll know that we have been good and faithful servants and that the kingdom has expanded because you've allowed us to take part in that work. So give us a desire to love our neighbors as ourselves and to share the gospel at all costs. And we ask all these things in the precious name of Jesus, our returning King. Amen. As you go today, may you go not looking at the sky, but trusting in Christ for the details that you can't figure out, and obeying him to go out and to do the work that you're called to do to be witnesses of his grace and his mercy to all that you encounter and as you go may you go with the gospel thank you for listening to an invisible ocean my name is chris dills i'm your host and i'm the pastor of redeeming grace community church in loganville georgia if you like the show and you would like to support it, you could do it in several different ways. You can subscribe to the podcast and leave us a nice review. You can follow our host Subcreative Media on different forms of social media on Instagram and on Twitter at the Subcreative. Or if you'd like to give financially, you can find us on Patreon and become a patron. You can go to patreon.com slash an invisible ocean and support us monthly, whether that's a little bit or a lot. Every little bit helps to go into making this podcast. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope your day is blessed by the goodness and grace of the gospel of Jesus Christ, our Savior and our Lord. See you next time.